Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, you're listening to the Saving You Is Killing Me podcast hosted by me, Andrea Seidel. I'm the author and founder of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. This podcast is for you if you're ready to find a way to struggle well, take back your power, and live life happier while you're navigating loving or losing someone to addiction. I wholeheartedly believe that when you love someone with an addiction, your life gets damaged in some way. Since we can't control someone else's addiction, but we are greatly affected by it, the number one thing you can do is take back your power and focus on you. I believe happiness, joy, and well-being is available to anyone. So the thoughts and perspectives I share here on the show are my own and those of the guests on the show. If you ever hear anything that feels harmful or triggering, I'm pre-apologizing and I'm open to being better and value any feedback and the permission to be human. That said, always take what you love, what feels good and leave the rest The conversations and tools I'll share here will give you everything you need to figure out exactly how to navigate addiction, put yourself first, and how to build resilience for your well-being in a way that feels really, really good. I use these tools to take back the power in my life to build my strength back up and restore peace. And I teach my clients how to create their own version of a life where they can tap into their power and restore their happiness. My goal is so that you don't feel alone and that you feel supported. I am here for you. Sending hugs. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you're doing as good as can be. I always say that. Um, this is the podcast where we may be in the mock of loving someone with an addiction, or we might be out of the mock, but we're still just putting the pieces of our broken heart back together. Or, you know, we may have children that are our loved ones with addiction. So wherever you are, I am reaching through this line and hopefully uh, giving you a big hug of support and love while you're here. Um, I know it's not easy to be with someone or to have addiction in your life. It definitely affects us in some way. And I just want to send you a big, huge hug through the line. And um, I wanted to do an episode on detaching with love, how to let go in a positive way, because let's face it, it is not easy. I remember Googling how not to care or... (laughs) 
how to detach with love or, you know, I remember Googling this because I was so confused and it's so hard. So welcome to the SYKM podcast. This is where we explore the science of happiness and well-being, you know, especially when we love someone with an addiction. It is so hard to navigate, but we do want to utilize the science of well-being so that we can safeguard our mental health, so we can regain our power and our strength. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about detaching with love and how it can help us let go of the negative emotions that come from loving someone with an addiction so it can help us let go of the the challenge of loving someone with an addiction and really focus on the positive how do we do that how do we literally detach from something that's bringing us down and and move to a, a place of peace and more positivity and some a place that feels a little better so Detaching with love, it can be so challenging and it can be a really hard concept to grasp, but it's essentially about living a healthy and fulfilling life. That's what it comes down to. So whether you're dealing with a toxic relationship, a family member with addiction issues, or just simply trying to move on from past hurt, detaching with love can help and it can help you let go of the negative associations that are associated with the challenge, with the trauma, with the struggle. And it can help us. It can help us move, let go of these negative emotions and focus more on the positive and focus more on the goodness that's in our lives. So how do we do that? If detaching with love is this idea of living a healthy and fulfilling life because we're removing ourselves from something that isn't feeling good, then sometimes detaching with love is about stepping back from a situation or stepping back from a person that we love with compassion, with without anger, without resentment. It's about stepping back and gaining distance to safeguard you and your mental health. It literally is about setting healthy boundaries, taking good care of yourself, and letting go the need to control or fix other people. Now I'm going to say that again. So detaching with love is basically about creating these boundaries, this space, so that you can take good care of yourself, so that you can regain your power, so you can let go of other people's own problems that they have, and just focus on you. So detaching with love is about this space that we can create. So whether you're dealing with these toxic relationships or a family member's addiction or someone else's problem or just past hurt that you have had, when we detach with love and we let go, we are creating space from the negative emotions that come with that. We're creating space and we're leaving space for some focus on the positive and for focus on the goodness. And so it's about stepping back from that situation or that person and stepping back with love and compassion and not doing it from a place of, you know, I'm so mad at you or not doing it from a place of resentment or disappointment. It's about, you know what, it's just deciding for yourself that you are now going to choose to step back from that situation and step back from that person. Now, this is so easier said than done, but it is so important. It is so important for us to recognize that, A, we need to take care of ourselves. 
to be, we need healthy boundaries in order to look after ourselves. And we don't have control over another person, so we can't fix or change anyone else. So detaching with love includes all those elements. Detaching with love means that you are choosing healthy boundaries, that you are taking care of yourself, and that you are letting go of the need to control or fix another person. So how do we do this? Oh my gosh, it's so so much easier said than done. So here are some positive psychology tips to help you detach with love. And now you know I am obsessed with positive psychology and the science of human flourishing. And so this concept is really, really important, especially in positive psychology, because if something is is really bringing you down, it's bringing negative emotions, it's it's damaging your well-being, then detaching with love and moving away with compassion by setting healthy boundaries and taking good care of yourself and relinquishing that need to control, it can help us tremendously, tremendously. And now these are some of the tools I use to detach with love and um, help me when I was in the muck of loving someone with an addiction, an active addiction. So obviously the first thing we can do is practice self-compassion. So detaching with love really does start by being kind and compassionate to yourself. And it's about turning that lens, that focus, that spotlight right back onto you. This self-compassion does mean that you're recognizing you can't control everything. You can't control someone else. You can't control the outcome. And you know what? And it's okay. It's okay that you can't control this and that it's okay to prioritize your own well-being. So practicing self-compassion on yourself, like, you know what, you are doing your best in this situation. You are, you know, showing up in a way that is so loving and, and it makes sense that you're having all these emotions. It makes sense that you're going through the turmoil that you're going through. It makes sense because you love this person and now they're an empty vessel of a version of who they were perhaps or whatever it is. So the first thing you can do to detach with love is practice some good self-compassion. Be kind and be super compassionate to yourself. Do not be hard on yourself here. Do not judge yourself. It really is important. And it's okay for you to prioritize your well-being. And it's okay for you to be kind to yourself, to step away from that which is causing you so much pain. It's okay to step away, giving yourself that permission to create space, to set healthy boundaries, to take good care of yourself and practice compassion around it. And that is so huge. This is a wonderful, wonderful suggestion. So the other piece of it here now is to set healthy boundaries. So basically boundaries are essential when it comes to detaching with love. Uh, it's so important to communicate your needs clearly and respectfully and be willing to say no if you need to, especially when we love someone with an addiction. Now, setting healthy boundaries starts by knowing what it is that you value, what you are no longer willing to put up with, what it is that is so important to you and what your needs are. It's by getting honest with your needs and then communicating them in such a way 
that is clear and respectful and be willing to say no, be willing. And I just did an episode on the positive no, and it's so powerful. And this idea is like, what are you saying yes to? And so set part of setting boundaries is recognizing what are you choosing? What are you saying yes to? Are you saying yes to looking after yourselves? Are you saying yes to practicing so much respect for yourself that you're willing to create space, that you're willing to create a a step back from a certain situation or person. So this idea of setting healthy boundaries is so crucial and part of detaching with love. So another idea here is focusing on the positive. Now, this isn't all like, oh, yay, sunshine and butterflies, like let's forget bad things aren't happening. Now, that's not what we're saying here. The idea here is detaching with love doesn't mean that you're ignoring negative emotions. It doesn't mean that you're pretending that everything's okay. But instead, it's about focusing on positive aspects of your life, that there's good things in your life. It's about finding joy and seeking out moments of joy in the present moment. It's about focusing on the positive things in your life. And part of detaching with love is this idea of focusing on those things that bring you joy. It's about restoring the things that make you feel like life is fun, that feels good, that you know, focusing on things that, you know, when you're learning and growing and developing, or maybe you're learning a new skill or trying a new class, what is it that part of detaching with love is by remembering who you are and part of taking good care of yourself is doing those things that make you happy, that make you feel good, that bring about positive emotions, that you know, your life, you can find positive aspects of your life and you can seek them out and actually pursue them. And so that's another wonderful way to detach with love is to shift the focus back onto those things that bring you joy, back onto those things that um, make you feel, you know, about and see the positive aspects of your life and that it's okay to do this. So detaching with love doesn't mean you're pretending that's not going on. You're pretending it's not going on, ignoring it, but it's shifting the lens, so to speak. It's changing the channel for a little bit so that you can focus on, you know, some of the the richness and the goodness of your life. So another thing we can do that is really great that helps us uh, detach with love is practice gratitude. Now, gratitude is a powerful tool for shifting mindset, for helping us find the joy in, you know, maybe it's a supportive friend, maybe it's a good tea. Maybe it's a great cup of coffee. Maybe it's a beautiful sunset. Maybe it's, you know, your children, maybe it's your um, best friend, or maybe it's your hikes on the trails. So practicing gratitude is kind of using that wonderful ability to shift our focus and find joy, even in the simple little things. When you are Uh, in a situation, you find yourself in a situation um, that is challenging, that you're stepping back from, from a person or from, you know, a situation, one of the things we can do is look at all the other things that we can be grateful for, because it can feel so challenging when we're in the muck. And detaching with love, one of the elements is to practice gratitude and just take each day 
and reflect on what you're thankful for, on what it is that you're, you're, you feel like is a gift. And that feels so good. And that will help you um, detach with love, right? So think about those things that you can be grateful for. Another thing, because detaching with love is so hard, uh, you can seek support, right? Reach out during difficult times, during, it can be a very difficult process to step away from situations or people. And it's okay to seek out support of friends or family or people in the support group, the SYKM support group's incredible. And just, they'll hold you, they'll help you through this. Seeking support while you detach with love is really, really important. And it's it's called tend and, and befriend uh, when we go through challenging time in positive psychology, that's what we call it. And so surrounding yourself with positive influences that can help you stay focused on the good, that can help you um, regain your strength and your power during tough times. And, and that support will really help you. And offering support, right? It goes both ways. When you're offering support and uplifting others, it feels really good. So the other thing we can do is let go of control. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. It was so hard for me when I was in the muck. And um, it's so hard to relinquish control of others and or situations because we want to influence, we want to help, we want to rescue, we want to save uh, especially when our loved ones are struggling. And so one of the things we can do and one of the things we uh, can practice when we detach with love is this idea of letting go of control. Trying to control others or situations it can be such a recipe for stress and frustration. And learning to let go and then trusting also that things are going to work out the way they're supposed to and they are going to work out in a way that, and that's the only way to put it, that they're supposed to. And that by stepping back and letting go of this control and the need to save rescue or part of detaching with love is having this sort of hope and trust that things will work out the way they're supposed to, whatever that means. And this can be so freeing and empowering when we do this. It is so hard to do, but it's one of the elements of detaching with love. It's one of the elements of stepping back from a situation or a person is just letting go of the need to try and control someone else or someone else's problem or someone else's situation. The only person that can do that is them. And so by letting go and trusting that things will work out can be so freeing and empowering. So those are some positive psychology tips to help you detach with love. Uh, and detaching with love isn't always easy, but it's so powerful. And it's such a powerful tool for finding peace and for finding happiness in your life. And by practicing self-compassion, setting healthy boundaries, and focusing on the positive, you can really learn to let go of all that negativity that can, you can get sucked into. And it can help us more embrace the good. And this idea of detachment with love is not about giving up. By no means, by no means is it giving up. But it's all about finding a healthy balance between caring for others and caring for yourself. So detaching for love is this healthy balance between caring for yourself and caring for others. And it's so essential. 
So take a moment to reflect on maybe a situation or a relationship in your life that may be causing you stress, that might be causing you some negativity, and try to identify maybe one step that you can take to today, one step that you can take to detach with love. Whether that be setting a boundary, maybe that's practicing self-compassion, maybe that's focusing on a positive, whatever that is, see if there's one step that you can take to help you detach with love. And remember, detaching with love is definitely a process and it's okay to take things one step at a time. It's not going to happen overnight. But by taking these small actions towards detachment, it can really help shift your mindset. It can really help you find moments of peace, moments of happiness in your life. And so that's about it. I really encourage you to embrace this concept of detaching with love. It's about stepping back from situation or person with love and with compassion rather than feeling anger or resentment and, and, and messiness in the muck. It's about setting those healthy boundaries and taking good care of yourself and letting go of the need to control or fix others. And I hope you can adopt some of these positive psychology tips for detaching with love, such as practicing self-compassion, setting those healthy boundaries, focusing on the positive, practicing gratitude, seeking out support, and just letting go of control. And remember, by taking these small steps towards detaching with love, you can really, really start to shift your mindset and find some greater peace. I hope this is what I hope for you and some more happiness and happy, happier moments even in your life. And so I am sending you huge hugs and love. I hope you got a lot out of this, detaching with love, how to let go in a positive way. Thank you for listening. If you want additional support, you can head on over to our website at savingyouiskillingme.com where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We are here for you. You are not alone. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone that's going through this struggle so we can all work together to take our lives back and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but week after week. Although I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.